What's going on, travelers? Thanks for tuning in to the 31st episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton. With me is Pharaoh. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Uh, just a jam-packed pre-banter for our patrons. Uh, for real. I, I can tell you I can tell you're like excited. Now. I am. Yeah. So <laughs> before before we get into anything, just want to give you guys a heads up. This will be completely spoiler free. I had to like pause and think about that for a mm-hmm. second. Uh completely spoiler free. We're not gonna talk about anything other than like our first impressions that are spoiler free about 3.2 and the Archon Quest. Um, I have a feeling we'll probably spend a little bit of time talking about Nahida and how our pools went and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, spoiler free, not going to cover anything. We'll probably cover like only half of that quest next episode. Cause this episode or not this episode, this Archon quest is long. It's probably longer mm-hmm. than the first two Archon quests that we had when we first wow. got to Sum- Sumeru, I would say. Yeah. Um, and it was all good. So, but we'll give your th- our thoughts on that later in the episode. First, we're gonna go into uh our review reading. Are you ready? It's all you, oh, buddy. Um, yes, I guess so. Yeah. Are you ready? Did you get time to practice or no? No, but I can, I can, I can wing, wing it, it enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know Venti's voice enough. Cool. <clears throat> all right. Let me just uh, search for Venti in my mind real quick. That, and I need to channel that androgynous voice, you know? Yes. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I am going to look up his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look up Di- Diona's. I, I feel like, like uh, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm confusing it with someone else. Yeah, I know. One second. Okay, here we go. You got you to gotta listen to the one where he talks about his tummy. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm going to type in venti tummy line. There you go. Let's see what we come up with. Learn the alphabet with venti? This is what came up. <laughs> That's nothing what you probably want. And you got a long okay. one. I had a short one to read in Diona's voice. Yeah. It's all right. I think I got this. <clears throat> I have watched only episode 28 through 29, and I am already loving it. My UID is 651-646-001, and I would love if you rated my character and my birthday recently passed, so puppy dog eyes intensifies. If I could get a welkin, that'd be nice. Hit me up in Genshin, and I will answer your pronunciation questions, and you can take my stuff for your characters. Anyway, I love this podcast and would love to see... It go on till your dying days. Read this in Venti's voice, please. <laughs> that is as good as we're gonna get. I feel like. <laughs> I Did it sound anything? It. Did it sound anything like it? Um, I feel like I feel like no. And re- I felt like whenever I first started talking, I was like, "Oh, this isn't anything like I I thought you, it would sound like in my head." Whenever yeah. I was going for it. <laughs> so the 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 uh. The tone and lightheartedness I felt like was there, but the sound was not it was, was off. Not venti. <laughs> but hold on, wait, I'm, naturally... I'm listening to another. Hold on, I'm listening to another thing of his. Don Winery. It's you know what? It's it's a hard voice. It is a hard voice. It, it's very. It's super odd because it's it's like more androgynous, right? So yeah, 
it, it, it is like a little more difficult to do because I just listened again and I'm like, oh, I just don't even know if I can hit that pitch. Like even so, I know uh, Venti's voice actor is a female. Yeah, it is. Um, I hope I got their like her gender right, their gender right. Anyway, um, but I know Sarah Nacheni, Nacheni, Nacheni. Sarah Nacheni is Ash Ketchum's voice actor, and oh, even yeah. his voice is easier to do. Yeah, true. Than that. Venti's so. I'm actually looking up the Japanese venti voice real quick. I want to see what that sounds like. It probably just, yeah, I don't know. I want to see if it's, it's actually very similar. Is it really? Like, I mean, not in tone, but in like the kind of more androgynous like area. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, good stuff there. Thank you very much for the review. Happy birthday, by the way. Sorry, this, uh. This this review got pushed off a little bit because we were rushing last last uh, last week. But yeah, happy birthday! <laughs> Thanks for the review. I'm sorry you had to listen to it read like that. <laughs> I think he got himself a treat, or she got herself a treat. I yeah. don't know which one. We'll have to look at his uh, characters, but we won't do that right now. But we will. Yeah. We'll check it out because I did enjoy the last time we did that. Yeah, that was cool. All right, before we get into the news. Want to give you guys our socials Twitter at HoyoCast, Instagram at HoyoCast as well. You guys can check Twitter for Genshin news, little blurbs that I throw out there, screenshots, everything that I can I basically post. Um, and Instagram, I give you guys short little clips of episodes. Sometimes it's stuff that we talk about after, sometimes it's not related to Genshin, but I also started posting Genshin memes that are sent in our Discord. So I there think we go. those are a hit. Um, and then we also have our discord as well discord.me forward slash the residents if you guys want to hang out with our community we do awesome things we do streams we're going to be doing more server events now that we have the replica feature in the teapot we're going to be doing one of those very shortly um, mm-hmm. so yeah anyway you guys can join the discord hang out with us it's a good time yeah all right let's get into the news uh, right. we are going to start with the two new character announcements that we got. Uh, we're going to start with the, presumably the four star. We got a yes, new, that's probably good. Yeah. We got a new four star character. Well, they didn't say officially four star, but hi- history just repeats itself. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's very obvious which one is which. <laughs> right. Uh, so we'll go over. I it. would be shocked if it was if it played out imagine, any differently. Could you imagine the world I think, would be thrown yeah, into disarray? Riot, dude. <laughs> they would riot. <laughs> um, the first character is Feruzen, and they are a Animo Vision user, and they are known as the Enigmatic Machinist. Hmm. How do you feel about that title, Machinist? I feel like they, I don't know if this is mentioned anywhere or not, but I, I feel like they might come from Shneznaya or something. Um, I'm going to say no. No? Oh, wait, hold on. Um, so in Genshin, they mention the Kashwar, which mm-hmm. I guess are a school. 
in Sumeru, like a house in Sumeru or something mm-hmm. like that. And Oh yeah, she no, she's from she's from Sumeru. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at this now and it's yeah, she's definitely from Sumeru. Yeah. Um Okay. But she it does say that there is a quote from a book, Introduction to Ancient Machines. Mm-hmm. So she must be really so, into machinery and probably like the ruin guards and the ruin monsters and stuff like that. I would assume I'm going to be really upset, honestly, if she doesn't, I mean, which I, I am assuming this is probably going to be the case where I'm going to be upset because with a name like that, and they're leaning into this like machinist thing, like she better have some like little robots and at least that she throws out, um, to, to fight, you know, something kind of new and interesting. And she can combine, you know, I she's an emo, as you said, so or animo, <laughs> animo. Um, animo. So I, <laughs> just keep. I I would imagine like she could utilize that with like machines and stuff like that to make them, you know, uh, more dangerous. Yeah. I, I mean, they even did the toy, the mechanical toys, for yeah. that event. That's right. So like, I I don't know. Would be Do you cool know if, if it's was the from... case or not? I don't remember. I have it... no idea. I feel like I I saw a leak, but I don't remember. So I saw a leak of her, but it had nothing. Oh, nope. I'm going to tell you, nope. 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 Man, that annoys me. Man, I wish that they would, like, if they're going to lean in on that, like, actually make it make sense. Yeah. Like, l- let me see it play out in the character, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. She looks really cool, though. She looks. She looks good. I mean... I don't like the fact that we're getting an an Nemo. Why do I keep saying that today? I don't know. Did you watch Nemo recently? <laughs> no, that's the weird part. Um, but I I don't like the fact that we're getting two animos like you know back to together back. basically. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of retract my last statement about like the ruin guards and stuff, which you know she may as well she might uh, very well be interested in all that and study the ruin machines from Conria, but her bracelets kind of remind me of the uh the new monsters in Sumeru in the desert. I forget what they're called. Yeah, I know which ones you're talking about. I think it might be kind of more tied to that than anything. Yeah. Well, so if only that actually played out in her, into her character, that'd be cool. Yeah. The only thing we really do know is that she's not in or near the academia right now. I guess it mm-hmm. says it is our hope that future generations of scholars will remember her name when she returns to the academia. Okay, so it's interesting. Yeah, I guess we'll get more info on her when we see the live stream program. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the big baddie, literally. Mm-hmm. The Wanderer, also known as Scaramouche, but Scaramouche is not his name. Just mm-hmm. remember that. His name is Wanderer. That is how he will be on his banner. Just like how Raiden mm-hmm. Shogun is not the Raiden Shogun's actual name. The Wanderer is not this guy's actual name, but that is what his title is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is Scaramouche. Like, physically, yeah. it's Scaramouche. Um, yes. Which I think this, like, threw Twitter into a a chaotic mess because the drip is great, I think. I mean... I don't know what's going on here yet. This is f- still very confusing to me. Yep. 
I, I haven't learned what was going on. I'm assuming they address this. I have a theory. In the quest at some point. Wait, do you not know about this yet? Like, I mean, as far as like, do you not know why this is the case yet? Nope. Nope. I have no idea. What? Okay. Yeah. So I, I would have figured for sure that this would have already played out in the quest. Um, so. nope. Wow. Nah. Okay. So, okay. So to give you the audio listeners, uh, mm-hmm. they've probably already seen this. Let's be honest. Um, mm-hmm. but the wanderer, I got to say, I can actually hear myself talking through your microphone. Oh, am I too close? You might be. Oh yeah. I think I might be. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, I raised the volume a good bit. That's why. Okay. Okay, I yeah, can no longer hear myself, now. so I think we're good. Shoot, I hope that is okay. It's okay. Don't worry about All it. Right. I just started to realize it like a few minutes ago, and then it got real bad right during that sentence, so I think it's it should be fine. Okay. All right. Um, The Wanderer, he looks very different. Physically, not different, but in his attire, completely mm-hmm. different. So... Instead of donning the gold and purple electro attire, he is in this uh, very royal blue and sky blue and white outfit. Um, Still has some purple, though. A little bit of purple, but definitely not as much. Yeah, absolutely. And he has an animo vision, as you as you already know, but yeah, very different looking. Even his hat is like a different, it's a different hat. Yeah. Um, but he looks, I think he looks really cool. Um, still looks pretty evil. Honestly, if you look at his face, he's like, still looks pretty evil. So what's your, what's your take on this? There's two things. Um, Mm -hmm. the one thing, hold on, where is it at? Uh, I'm going to read this whole story because I think this is, this is really cool. It's a really well, um, I didn't read for reasons, but whatever. I don't really care. This one's really good, so I'm going to read this one. Okay. Uh, on a fateful night, a figure arrived at a place that had once been called Tatarasuna. There should no longer have been residents there, but as if destiny had decreed it, a farmer had come there, picking Naku weed to make a living. Thus, it was under the moonlight that he saw a phantom figure standing on the edge of the cliff. This person wore a wide hat that concealed their face entirely. However, the farmer could hear breathing through pitter-patter of the rain. A moment later, the figure spoke, This is how humans should breathe. The farmer was terrified that he might have encountered some spirit and hurriedly hid behind a rock. The figure spoke again, What are you afraid of? Would a passerby such as I hurt you? I am merely here to tend to the grave of a friend. Silence filled the air once more. The farmer peeked out from behind the rock and saw that the figure had vanished. A note drifted to the ground and was instantly soaked by the rain. Three questions had been written on that piece of paper, along with the answers that were not yet fully written. If humans have a heart, why do they not fear the hearts of others? Due to their inferior nature. How should one treat others knowing full well their inferiority? That one's not answered. How can one be a human with being without a heart? One without a heart is hardly human. Uh, and then, I mean... The the rest of it doesn't really say anything. Um, mm-hmm. It just says that uh, Tatarasuna had been deserted for many years. It had been a long time since anyone came here to pay their respects. And even if there were, why would they appear on such a night? This is... He is there to mourn a friend. 
mm-hmm. and that has to be the the one mentioned the one mentioned in the previous archon quest or yeah that's mentioned in the previous archon quest which was like the boy right right so i'm thinking that this is before he's given his electro delusion i i think so yeah and this is who he was prior yeah so i think this i'm so i'm we're in agreement then this is where i i pinned him to be in his story yeah so wasn't wasn't quite evil yet um, was still figuring things out, hadn't turned against humanity, because, like, I don't know if we're going to be getting a character that, at least in the moment that the character represents, is evil. You know what I mean? Yeah, so this is a very hot topic with, like, the community, is that, you know, which which characters are going to be playable? Blah, 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 blah. And so I think, like, the big thing is... The community thinks we are only going to play inherently good characters. Characters that are, for whatever reason, are good and not bad. And therefore, that is why we get a playable Tartaglia, but we don't get child, right? Mm -hmm. We get Tartaglia. We don't get child. The Harbinger child, we get Tartaglia. So I think Mm -hmm. we're getting the Wanderer, not the Balladeer. And I feel yeah. like that's that's kind of like I don't even want the villains as characters, to be honest. Like I could have lived without Skarmouche being a character. But I actually kind of I well, I don't I don't know. I I don't mind them doing this actually. I don't mind but them it doing just it, but I could it, have lived without it. Well to me it's just very pick and choosy. So like are is every character going to conveniently have a time? where they weren't quite evil that we can pull the character from, right? Or is it going to be like they're truly selecting only people who, you know, were started off, you know, inherently good, I guess, and then like, you know, through whatever means made them evil, like some external thing made them evil. evil. Yeah. So like, I I don't know what's going to be the determinant there. So... Um, yeah, I, I still don't know. I don't mind him being a character though. Um, but I guess I kind of have like, I kind of want everyone to end up being good in the end anyway. So that's kind of like, but that's not a good story. You know what I mean? So, yeah, cause that's a predictable story. So no one really like, that wouldn't be like great narratively, but I, I do like that somewhere. Like I get this good version of the balladeer, I suppose. Yeah. I I know a lot of people thought, okay, well, okay, maybe the Wanderer is going to be the quote-unquote Skarmouche that we get after we defeat him in the Archon quest. Mm-hmm. And I think I probably would have liked that better, but it wouldn't have really made sense because it yeah, just doesn't like, fit his kinda narrative Kind of gone too so far, far. Yeah. also. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. anything could happen. I don't know if I like the idea of. Um, I only like it more because it's more can it's more like canonically correct. Where like now I feel like if if this truly is a before he was evil, Scarmouche, it just doesn't feel right. Like why is he there? You know why what I are mean? We pulling him from history. Why is he yeah. running around in Tavat with me? That's that's what kind of bothers me. Yeah, it it would kind of be like if we got um uh what's your face? Uh Rosalind. 
yeah, Rosalind, yeah. right? Like it's weird because she's supposed to be dead, right? Exactly. So, yeah, I know what you mean. It kind of screws with the timeline of it. Like you just pulled this person out of out of history, and you're now they're on my team. It's weird. So yeah, I mean maybe, but it feels like he's too far to be redeemed. But I don't know. Maybe there's something special that happens there. Yeah. In the end, because I I suppose you're right. Like it probably would feel better if if we were only getting characters that were like canonically present now. Yes. Um so yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested in in how that happens. But okay. But yeah, I'm excited. I've already seen leaks from the data breach that happened that we talked about last week. Mhm. <laughs> um I've seen leaks. I I really like it. I know how you feel. I know you yep. said it's a little lackluster to you, but I really like it. I think it's I think it's very fitting. Um mm-hmm. but we'll see. Very lackluster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, new permanent gameplay in Genshin Impact coming soon. Yes. Uh we get a little bit of details on the Genshin Invocation TCG gameplay feature end game, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um it says Genius Invocation TCG will be a lighthearted, casual gameplay mode that has PvP at its core. All cards can be obtained in the game with no reward system tied to PvP. Travelers can not only invite different characters and NPCs to challenge them to a duel, but also play against their friends for fun. So you know you and I are going to be playing this. Dude, we are going to have a Resonance Discord Genius Invocation competition, and it will be like annual. There we go. That'd be cool. Yeah. Genius Invocation TCG will be, I already read that. It's just in a different box. Um, so they show some different card displays. These look so good. Yeah. These look so good. I I mean, I well, I don't know if they look like amazing, but they I feel like I've seen uh like cooler things on um like your, TikTok and Reddit and stuff like that for these characters that I wish that they would have went more. Oh, I see what you're saying. But some of these are animated. We know that. Like, Oh, Oh, is that right? I forgot about that. Yeah. Like the Duluth card that you see in the picture in this post by Mm -hmm. on Hoyo lab is just a still image of that card. But like the flames are like, and his hair are like blowing around. They're moving. Yeah. Well, that, that changes it a bit. That makes it better then. Yeah. Uh, and these char- these cards are are characters, but they're not just playable characters. They literally show a Magu Kenki, which is yeah. really cool. So we're getting some of the enemies and stuff um, in these cards. There are some other card designs. Um, there's some constellations in there. We see a Skyward Atlas, which is the f- basic five-star catalyst weapon that you can get. That's in there. There's one of a Sweet Madame. So I'm wondering if these are, you know, going to be like item cards and stuff like that. Like, I I feel like this is very like, at least so far, this looks really thought out. Yeah, I'm I'm really wondering how far they're planning on taking it. Like, what is the gameplay actually like is are we getting like a full fledged like Pokemon game system, you know, or are we getting like, you know, something like a more of a traditional like a Hearthstone kind of thing? Um, Hearthstone mean? kind of thing, or what? Because there's all different types. Like, I mean, I see, like, food and stuff, and I'm thinking, like, okay, this is... Well, I suppose they have heals and stuff like that and yeah. in those. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm just curious to see, like, 
how how they work all of this with, with constellations and stuff like that. Am I going to be upgrading this character that I have or or what? How is that going to work? So yeah. So we'll see. Check out the post though if you guys get a chance because there's a ton of designs that kind of give you insight to what kind of cards are going to be in the game. So very mm-hmm. cool looking. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll save the. So right, uh, real quick, I, I just want to touch on this. Um, Ancient Kingdom Guardians behind the scenes of the creation of Ruin Monsters. This was posted by Genshin Impact literally like less than an hour before we started recording. Um, I watched bits and pieces of it, but it's like a 20 minute long video and they show you their thoughts basically on the design um, and give you some behind the scenes looks on how they designed it, what their thought process on designing all of the different ruin monsters, how they interact with the environment and stuff like that. It really did remind me of the, I believe it was the special program for Sumeru where that you mm-hmm. saw all the developers talking and right. it was kind of like that. But it a lot, they really did take a lot into account when they were designing these monsters. So I definitely think you guys should check it out if you guys are bored. Like I said, it's a 20 minute long video. So if you're just like chilling in bed and you need to watch something before like falling asleep or something, this is like the perfect video for that. But it's really cool. Yeah, I think it's um, one of those things where it's really easy to kind of get lost in the monotony of having to kill these things over and over and over again. And you got to kind of remember, like, whenever you saw for the first time, like, these things are really well designed. Like, they're actually pretty crazy, and they look super cool. And so, like, you kind of have to stop and think about it again and be like, oh, yeah, like, this isn't just this monster I've slayed a thousand times. Like, this is a really cool animated monster here. Yeah, I like that you said that, because that's a good point. And they, in the video, they even go into, like... You know, they, they, I remember the one quote from the video, they said, you know, we even thought about how, how would this monster fall to the ground? Like if gravity just like kind of took it Mm -hmm. and how would this monster, like, we want to make sure that the weight of this monster getting like thrown to the ground is portrayed well enough. Like it actually would to like make sure the immersion's there. So it's a very good video. So definitely. Okay. Tavot times volume number five. All data collected from the America, Europe, Asia, and TWHKMO servers. Um, to provide you with a better content experience, we will compile content from multiple versions and lower the frequency of releases. Okay. Okay, that's, that's nice. fine. Cool. All right. Um, Tavot Times, Volume 5, Record of the Best Travel Moments. Well, I need to maximize this because minimize it's pretty small. Okay. Um, let's see. After the release of version 3.0, the Statue of the Seven in Sumeria was first unlocked by a traveler from the Asia server. Travelers, are you curious about the height of the colossal ruin guard on Devanka Mountain? After Paimon asked around, it seems that just the part visible from the ground is tall as 19 ordinary ruin guards. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Sumeru beasts and where to find them. Very funny. Um, <laughs> during your exploration of Sumeru, you have surely seen many Sumter beasts. They are super cute, right? The desert ones are much cuter than the forest ones. Yeah, I agree. Wrong. Our, that's not in there. Our I data know. reveals that. <laughs> Why would it be? That would make no sense. <laughs> our data reveals that 632,994 travelers were defeated by angry Sumter beasts. Wow. 
With this achievement, the Shaggy Sumter Beast is now at the top of the list of Sumeru's most dangerous animals. You think anybody died from like, oh, I guess you can't really die from like a crab. I remember there was an uh, ESO, the MMO, the Elder Scrolls Online MMO. Mm -hmm. The crabs, if you attack them, they would attack you back. I remember like somebody died to a crab. Ah, okay. I would have figured um, like the scorpions are probably up there and most dangerous now too. Probably. Because those things are just annoying. Yeah. Red vultures have recently become a favorite target for archery enthusiasts. According to our survey, an average of 1.47 million red vultures are shot down every day. That's a lot. That is a lot. The pigeon. I've done it a couple of times though. Have you? Yeah. I have pretty much ignored them. them. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't though, because I run low on sweet madame all the time. And I'm like, geez, I need to run the expedition for the fowl and i'm Mm. i could just kill a couple of those but new culinary trends while exploring sumero travelers seem to have collected a lot of raw meat a traveler from the asia server even collected forty-three thousand pieces of it in the last month thanks to the increased production of raw meat the production of matsutake meat rolls has also increased by 12.43 percent Despite this, they did not exceed that of the Sweet Madame, which is still in the lead. Better be. It's the best one so far. Definitely. Travelers have attained a lot of food recipes. According to Paimon's research, pita pocket stood out as Sumeru's most popular dish among travelers. Man, I haven't had a pita in forever. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, man, I gotta go get myself a pita. Yep. When exploring the desert, did you see tumbleweed drifting in the desert? 81.37 of travelers choose to break them, which allowed them to obtain the achievement drifting in the wind. The travelers seem to be very passionate about breaking tumbleweed, destroying 294 of them in a day. I did a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of that is me. Another traveler seemed to be very interested in scarabs that appeared in the desert and collected 461 of them in just one day. Why? No idea. Why would you want to collect that many? That one doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like they just did this to get into Tevat times. I, they probably did, actually, yeah. Yeah. Many travelers have attempted to enter the gigantic robot in the desert. However, you are never safe from danger on your journey. Paimon's investigation reveals that, unfortunately, over 349,000 travelers were defeated by the lasers fired by the gigantic robot. Sealy Selection. In the Lost Riches event, 37.34 of players chose the Moss Sealy. What did you choose? Uh, I chose the Moss Sealy. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people chose the Moss Sealy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through all of them, but the runner-up for the next chosen one was the Viola, which I believe is the purple one. Yeah. And then 9.7 selected the Dayflower, which I believe is the golden one. I want to say. Or maybe Dayflower is the regular one. Yeah, I don't remember which one the Dayflower is. Okay. Um, Stars of Vine Laser Fest. I almost said Wine Laser Fest, and that would have been a pronunciation error. (laughs) After your arrival, an average of 24 million forest spores were expelled every day. That's a lot. 24 million. In Highwind Trial... In High Wind Trial, a traveler completed each test in just 25 seconds on average. That's crazy. In Charity and Creativity, a traveler managed to raise 1.21 million mora in total, saving the charity sale. Wow, that's a lot. According to our statistics, in the first phase of the event, 
43.07 of travelers found all the feckin' hampers in less than 15 minutes. And then they have a Tevat anecdote. On a bulletin board in front of a cafe in Sumeru City, Nilu left a message to express her love for Gata. And Gata seems to really like Nilu as well. Travelers, do you know who Gata is? It's a cat. It, there was a picture of a cat with a question mark, so I'm assuming it's a cat. So I'm thinking a cat, yeah. Now I know I'm going to go to that board, and then I'm going to go and find the cat and take a screenshot with it. There you go. Um, Very cool. I like when they do this. So, Yeah, I do. I don't know. I do like the smaller ones that come around more often. So rather than oh. the big, big dump of statistics. Well, sorry to break your yeah that's my future so yep. <laughs> is what it is <laughs> deal with it yep <laughs> um okay that's it for the news let's take a break when we come back we're going to give our first impressions and spoiler free impressions i should say on 3.2 so far how we feel about it and give our thoughts on nahida and i'm pretty sure that's about it i know we have the event but we can wait till next week to talk about the current event I want to see what the last section of that event is, and that doesn't drop for like another two days, I think. So, yeah, uh, that's fair. Let's take our break, and then we'll talk about 3.2. are back from our break now let's talk about 3.2 our first impressions um let's start with our pools how have our mm-hmm. pools gone you want to go first or should i go first uh you go ahead and get your news out of the way there <laughs> i see someone's a little salty proper streamer luck fashion mm-hmm I only spent 50 bucks. I was only going to spend $50, and I thought, okay, I'm going to control myself a little bit, even though Nikita is, like, broken. If I was going to spend money on anybody, it probably would have been her. Mm-hmm. Um, or more money, I should say. But anyway, I li- hard limited myself to 50 bucks. I think I got to... I think I got to 55 pity, something like that. It was, like, 55 or 45. And it was a guarantee, so I knew I was going to get Nikita. So I got Nikita... On like I think the second poll, mm-hmm. and it was great. I was super happy. I was like, "Yes, I got Nahida right." Like, dang. And then for a, every time I pull a five star, I and I think this is just from like watching YouTube videos. I'm always like, because they're always like, "Oh, give me a double, give me a double, give me a double." They're greedy. Every streamer on YouTube is greedy. Yeah. They're never happy with their one five star. They always need to ask for a double from Dude. the RNG gods. Well. In my head, I thought it would be insane if I got a double, but I just kept clicking through. <laughs> and then I got a double, and I damn near jumped out of my chair. I got two Nahitas in a single 10 pull. I <sighs> lost my mind. I cursed to the high heavens. <laughs> That's how excited I was. It, it was funny, though, because I probably spent like a good 10 minutes on 
Nahida's splash art for the first pull. And a lot of people mm-hmm. were like, all right, like, congrats, I'm I'm heading out. And then I was clicking through, and then I got it, and everybody, was, like, stayed for, like, another 20 minutes. Yeah. So um, I got very lucky. I got C1 Nahida. And this is after your ridiculous luck. Like, th- this is what, like, if it was just that, I'd be like, you know what? Congratulations. Good job. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Glad it happened for you. But this is stacked on top of the Sino experience. Yeah. The C2, R1, seven five stars total in 200 pulls. Yeah. Yep. So I just have nothing but hatred for you right now. <laughs> I'm stewing in it right mm-hmm. now. Just listening to you play back that story. Just wait till we get the Wanderer. <laughs> well, I, I don't I don't know if I'll be pulling. Well, I'll pull, I'll pull in the Wanderer. But you I'm not will. Gonna, I'm not going to drop money on the Wanderer um, oh. based on what I've seen so far. So unless his numbers are absolutely insane, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yep. Um, but yeah, so for me, um, it wasn't too bad. I didn't have, you know, anywhere near the luck of Dalton for Sino or uh, Nahida. But it was about 120 pulls and I got two Nahidas. So... You know, it's an average of 60 pulls each, so not great, not terrible. You wanted her um, at C2, though, right? I want her at C2, so I am going to have to, I am, I'm continuing to pull, waiting for another one. I'm not on a guarantee or anything. Um, I will be getting C2, so that means the wallet will come out if it needs to. <laughs> so are you, like, fresh out of gems right now? Like, you're just... I, I was fresh out of gems, yeah. So now are you are you doing like single pulls now? Uh, I'm waiting until I get ten, and then like I'm pulling ten at a time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. As soon but, as I uh, get 160 gems, it's it's on. <laughs> I just I want the I want the potential for a double. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Because I know if I see if I pull it at one at a time, if I get one, I'm done. But. Yeah, if I could get if I could get two, that'd be fine. Granted, on, on like I don't really care to get her C three, right? So maybe I should just pull you know one at a time. I don't know, but either way, yes, I do because I am hard like being I'm being very stingy with my pulls right now. So yeah, well there there's a lot coming like even beyond the Wanderer. So oh yeah, um like like Alhytham's on my radar mm-hmm. like heavily but granted like i i i really need a good cryo character like i've been wanting a good cryo character to come out i mean are you gonna pull on yai for layla i know like she's still like a four star like not a five star so yeah no it just sucks right because she comes with a with two characters that you probably already have yeah that's like the shame like it's such a shame you I don't like that they do this. I I would have much rather them just put the four star with, but eh, you know, they make more money yeah. that way. Exactly. Um. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh. I I really want. I feel like we're getting a lot of the same elements recently, and yeah. I know that part of that is because of, um. You know, Dendro being the new element, so they're trying to create an influx of those kinds of characters. Yep. Uh, to give some variety, but yeah, it's still a lot of. I feel like there's just been a lot of electro, and there's been a lot of um, dendro and pyro, so else, and uh, yeah, and pyro too. So we had Klee, we had Yoi. Yeah, 
So, anyways, we'll let's see. see. But either way, it was, you know, I'm so glad to have her. Nahida's awesome. Her animations are sick. Um, she is a totally broken character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is all you're going to need to destroy things. She's hands down the single best non-healing support in the game. Um, so, yeah, any kind of, like, any, she will destroy any reaction um combination that you want so like you can literally if you as long as you have her you can make any reaction team like next level yep so very good stuff yeah oh yeah i'm really liking nahita i've while it's not the popular opinion i've already swapped dendro mc out for nahita with my sino team mm-hmm. the only bad thing is yeah i have to swap out to nahita to reapply the dendro but I make sure that I have Sino's Burst back already before I do that, so. But still Fair really enough. good. I'm really enjoying Nahida, for sure. Mm-hmm. Good uh, stuff. Um. Okay, so talked about Nahida. Let's give our first impressions slash spoiler-free thoughts on our conquest so far. Um, I don't... I guess we can really just go into it how we did with the pre-banter, but mm-hmm. um, you want to go first? You want to take it away? Yeah, so I'm I'm about 50% of the way. Dalton's like through it further than I am, so he kind of guesstimated I'm around 50% of the way um, through. And it is very good. I've been having like, you know, a very good time with it. It's super dialogue heavy so far. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's really just go here, talk to, a, you know, this person, then we talk to this person, then we talk to this person. So which I don't mind because, you know, it's um, I don't want to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be careful. Myself. Yeah, censoring myself while I do. But yeah, it, it's but it's good. It feels right. Like it doesn't feel, um, you know, just like super boring. I am very intrigued in it and it's keeping me focused. So that's good. Um. There is a major issue, though. Like, I am stopped at the point where I am, I'm at currently because, not by choice, but because I have been forced to stop by the game itself. My, and I, it's funny because I actually saw an article about this yesterday, and I was like, oh, no, I hope this doesn't happen to me. And sure enough, it happened to me. Is it a bug? Um, no. No, it's not. It's, it's not. It's just unfortunate. Hmm. Um. If you have not completed some of the other character quests, um, some of the recent ones, Nilu is is blocking me from finishing this quest. So I need to talk to her. This isn't, I guess, out of... Yeah, I can say this. Like, I need to talk to Nilu basically. And it won't let me talk to Nilu in the main quest until I finish up with her character quest because i had already accepted her character quest but not completed it yet Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah so what they yeah yeah so i'm i'm screwed so i have to uh, by screwed i mean like i have to just complete her quest now before i can do anything but yeah i've now completed like a probably around a third to maybe half of her quest so far Mm -hmm. and i still can't i still can't do it i thought maybe Okay, if I just like move her out of this part of the story, it will let me do it. But no, I, it looks like I need to complete the entire story before I do it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. 
her. It's frustrating to me because it's losing the momentum of the story for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to be fair, you are, you probably got to the part of the, you, and that's, that's a real shame for you because you just got to the part where you, if, if you weren't interested, you're interested now. Exactly. Exactly. Like I just got off a real high and then I'm like, oh, all right, I, I got to see what happens next. And then it's like, uh, complete this entire character quest before you do anything. Yeah. And I'm like, what? So I have to then like readjust my brain to not be thinking about what's going on there. This giant epic. It's like playing this super mundane story when a giant epic battle is just like waiting in the background for you. And you're trying yep. to keep your brain off of that. And I'm like. I'm like, I have priorities here, and it's not this nonsense that I'm about to do with you, Nilo, so. Yeah. Yeah. A little difficult. That sucks, man. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's the case for just her, or if it's for some of the other characters as well. I heard that it was multiple from the article that I read. On Did IGN, you do so. Sino's story quest yet? Um, yes. Then you should be good there were only those two okay. since we well, I didn't know Sumeru, right i didn't know if anything in the future comes because i haven't completed the quest yet so i didn't know if there was more mm, there should it, be yeah because depending on how far you go back i mean i'm not sure oh i see what you're saying yeah it depends yeah. on i actually don't know that completed or accepted so it seems like there could actually be quite a few roadblocks if you have accepted all of these characters and not done any of them, I feel like you could be blocked a lot. Right, right, yeah. So, yeah. Um, My thoughts on the quest so far. Now, granted, I'm, like, tying the bow on this package. It's pretty much mm -hmm. wrapping up now. It's really good. Um, Like Pharaoh said, it's very lore-heavy, very dialogue-heavy. Um, But because there's so much lore sprinkled out throughout that dialogue... It's it makes it bearable. It's way better dialogue than when we were going through the Samsara event with Nahida and Dunyazad, where that was just like the constant like loop in the dream. So this is like the complete opposite of that. Um but it's it's really good. I have been paying very close attention to every single word they say because obviously before I was just rushing through everything and not really taking anything, but some of these characters, they say things and it makes you think, Oh, why did they say it like this? Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? And right. they make a take note because they do make really good use of quotation marks around certain words. Like, mm -hmm. For instance, like the traveler might say, oh, yeah, I need to take care of that thing. And then they put quotation marks around thing. And it's like, well, what is that? And that makes you think mm -hmm. um, that was like the best example I could give without being like, yeah, giving exactly. spoilers. Um, but if you enjoy the lore and you're ready for everything to kind of tie back to this topic, that's that causes tension but isn't talked about a whole lot it's we're getting there i feel like we're kind of now we're we're on the we're on the right path to finally getting some answers so um but yeah really good uh th there is just one part um which we all know that you know the big villain of this 
Archon Quest is uh, Scaramouche, but I just have a hard time believing the desperation and the anger that they gave Scaramouche in this Archon Quest. I feel like it's a little bit watered down. It, it almost doesn't feel like he is as angry or as insane as he should be. And I, I just feel like they, they, whoever wrote it, I guess, they just, he just doesn't seem desperate enough as he did before. And I, I try to fix it in my head to the point where I'm like, okay, well, you know, Skarmouche isn't very like, isn't really like a desperate kind of guy. He's always kind of like very laid back and cool, calm and collected almost. Not really. He seems tortured. At least for a while, he seems very tortured. Uh, I mean, in if you go back to like the and watch the cutscenes of him and Mondstadt, he's mm-hmm. like walking up to like the traveler official. Oh yeah, Mona. superficially though. Oh yeah, but like like but you get to see the cracks quite a bit, and it's it, it ain't good when you see the cracks up to you know the part where I just got past basically. Yeah, I don't know. You, you'll have to play through the rest and and tell me what you think because I feel like he just there was just not there wasn't enough oomph behind it. Mm-hmm. It's just it felt like it felt for like me, he was acting right. And and for me, it's interesting because like I have issues with it either way. I think because I didn't even mention this in our pre-show, but. I think, and now this is something from the previous um, part of the Archon Quest, so I think I can say this, but um, whenever we get to see, like, a bit more of his backstory, right? Yeah. I felt like with how crazy he seemed and, like, his motives and, you know, the things that he was preaching, I thought that those were a little extra for what happened to him. I didn't think that there was that much justification for him being that insane about it but i was like whatever i'll let it you know i'll let it slide not not the not the worst thing ever but then now as you said i feel like it's just slightly watered down from where it was so Mm -hmm. now i'm like okay they built it up and i already thought that was extra now they're watering it down from that extra you know area and i'm like now it doesn't feel right because he already showed that before. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like either way it it doesn't seem great. So I I don't know how it ends and how I'm gonna jive it in my mind or maybe they do some stuff that you know makes it all line up for me at least. Um, but I am curious to to find out. I just need to finish up that <laughs> the <Yeah. other> quest. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to like say, "Oh, it's bad." Like it, it's not a good. Archon you told quest. me it was very, very good. This overall. is probably my favorite Archon quest so far. Okay. And for, Ooh, for I don't know, man. For multiple reasons. I mean, I I if I you know it's it's tough though. I I kind of take that back. Because the Zhongli Archon quest with mm-hmm. with all that was so good, but I don't know. There 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 there's something about in this in this quest, you know, without being spoilery, you you touch base with a lot of different characters in this in this uh mm-hmm. Archon quest. And it mm-hmm. felt like you were all working together f- for a common goal and 
it made me think like when crap really hits the fan at the end mm-hmm. of this game, like in version 8.9 or whatever it is, when it hits the fan, I want it to be like this where every character comes in. So like I want an I, Avengers Endgame moment. And I think it's hard, go ahead. Uh not that this Archon Quest was like an Avengers Endgame moment where like everybody was just charging together, but it, mm-hmm. it everybody worked very cohesively and it made sense. So but I don't know. Well, I was gonna say, like, I feel like the with the first Archon Quest with Venti, right? That was the weakest, but it also had one of the coolest slash most different final fights, which was I fought a dragon while flying through the air and shooting out laser beams and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Something something like that. So I was like, yeah, yeah that, was, that was pretty cool. Um, so it's got that. I, I think overall I like the Archon Quest um, with Zhongli the best just because I feel like he as an archon is just so awesome. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. any any interaction with him is just gold. So I feel like he's the highlight of that for me. Um and the story is awesome and you, and you get to also Ningguang is an amazing character and she has a heavy part in that too, right? So there's two big characters there that I I really really love. And then whenever we go to um in Azuma I, I think that that one probably had the more interesting quest so far, as far as like this kind of cloak and dagger narrative of what was going on. So I, I like that. Um, but this one feels, and it also had the coolest cutscene I think I've seen so far as well, as mm-hmm. far as part of the Archon quest. Right. Um, but this one was the biggest community driven one. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Like this this one for sure. So this is that's what this one has going for it. And I do really like that aspect. Like I, I feel more so like the characters are involved where we have a huge array of characters that are directly involved in the Archon quest. Because we have that with other characters in the other regions, but not as part of the Archon quest as much. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my take. I think everything has something good, but I think overall, um, the uh, for sure Venti's Archon Quest is the is the weakest. <laughs> I I agree. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much how I feel about it. Overall, so far, super good. All I'm hoping for right now is that after the cutscene, because I'm in a cutscene right now, which um is actually we're gonna probably we're gonna skip Wish of the Week this week. I'm stuck in a cutscene that I don't want to play on mobile as I record in the in my wife's yeah. closet. So I don't yeah. want to watch this cutscene on my phone. I want to like watch it like on my TV or on my computer. So and I every time I load up the game, I'm instantly thrown into it. So I'm we're gonna skip Fair. Wish of the Week, but I'm hope all I'm hoping for is that I get a nice high res cutscene, like not the gameplay cutscenes that we get. I'm talking like no, the ones that you just the cinematics. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping that one of those is just at the end and I want to cry. So that's it. (laughs) Fair enough. So without further ado, let's go into question of the week and then we'll wrap up the show. All right. Um, This one is from our, our good buddy ran in our discord. Ah, Okay. In our question of the week channel, fellow new supporter, by the way. Yes. Yes. 
adeptist here. Uh, Ran asked, your own vision is about to appear. What element do you think it will be? And what do you hope it will be? Oh, oh, that's good. That's real good. Oh, man, this is tough. I'm trying to analyze my life (laughs) within seconds and see what I want versus what I should get. Mm -hmm. I think... By the way, I, th- I feel like we should establish this because this is this would legitimately change my opinion. We're taking this out of the concept of of reactions and metagaming because I would think if if like all right if I was analyzing what I'd want like the what I'd want part of the question I'd be like all right well what does the most damage what has the best reactions oh, so if we if you're we take that out meditating it but yeah exactly, to exactly. IRL. Oh, that's that's where my brain goes. So let's let's strip it of that so we can get a, a more pure answer, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, my head um, was not there. That was all you, buddy. My head immediately went there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what what's yours? Um, okay, so I mean, I'm picking two visions, right? One that I I think it will be and what I hope it would be. Mhm. Right. So, let's see. Electro I don't know, man. This is tough. It is tough. It's so good. <laughs> it's not going to be cryo. I am not a cryo person. I wouldn't uh, be cryo either. I also don't think I would be geo either. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, I want it to be hydro, mm-hmm. but I think it will end up being animo. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. I I'm, feel... If okay, go, go a little, just real quick, I I feel like it would probably be Animo because yeah, justify it. I'm I'm a very laid back person, mm-hmm. and very go with the flow, and it's it's not more like it's not actually how I'm more like Animo. It's how I'm not like the other elements. Like I'm, I think I'm smart, but I'm definitely not extremely wise. So Dendro doesn't fit for me. Well, that's the thing. What what were the? I forgot what like each one stood for. So, Electro was the god of eternity. Mm-hmm. And right. that was like. Oh yeah, and then Freedom was Animo. Freedom was right? Animo. Uh, Dendro was Wisdom, and Contracts is Geo. Um. I feel like I would be Geo mm-hmm. because I'm, I feel like I'm more analytical and I like, I'm very by the book. Okay. So I feel like I would be Geo. I feel like I would want to be so independent of meaning. Right. And I can kind of pick whatever I wanted despite its meaning. I would probably, I mean, Geo's good. Like that would might actually be my first pick, but just to make it interesting, I'm not. It's probably teetering on which one of these two I would actually want. But it would probably be either Geo or Hydro. So, mm. because I I really love like water. Same. <clears throat> I was a I was a big swimmer, <clears throat> um, all all the way through high school. And, um, I still like whenever it rains outside, if it's like a rainy day, I go and sit outside and just watch the rain. So like, I, I love 
like anything related to water. Like I've always wanted to love cruises and stuff like that because I just love being out on the ocean. I've always said I've wanted to own a sailboat, all that kind of stuff. So I'm definitely very water focused, but I feel like I would be geo um, if we're relating it to, you know, the what it stands for. Yeah, very similar to you. I'm I'm very into like the water. We're both into water. <laughs> yes. I, I think I explained this too, like in one of the earlier episodes when I talk about why I like Mona so much. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, your bay is is water, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think that she would she would deal with anyone else. Well, I've been seeing a lot of memes with her and the Wanderer, and that really pisses me off. So <laughs> that really pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> Uh, but if you guys yeah that's fair yeah if you guys are interested you can leave a question in our question of the week channel in our discord and we'll read on the show and give you guys an answer okay before we wrap up the show we want to thank our patrons for supporting the show making everything we do here possible thank you to soupy who was our favonius knight gene appreciates your contributions to the order of favonius Mm-hmm. And we have Neku and Ran. Thank you guys, both of you guys, for supporting us at the Adeptus tier. Zhongli definitely appreciates your sacrifices that you make for this show. Okay, that's about it. Pharaoh, where can our listeners find you? Um, yeah, so obviously you can check us out on the Discord. I'm there too. Um you can also uh, find me over at Chronicles of Runeterra. It's a podcast all about Arcane, which they just dropped some Arcane news recently. So Saw that. I'm not sure what's coming out of it yet, but we'll find out in a few days. Um, but yeah, we do uh, everything there. You can also find me on the um, Dislight Discord, uh, Dislight Directive, discord.me forward slash the directive. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. If you guys want to get a hold of us, well, I already plugged all that stuff. I don't feel like doing it again. There you go. One's one and done. Yeah. Um. Next week, let's see. Assuming you made it to the end of the show, next week we will probably cover like a good the good first half, probably to where Pharaoh's at right now, in the Archon Quest, which I think is a really good place to stop, honestly. And. Yeah, we'll probably do that. And so that next episode will not be spoiler free. We'll talk about the first half of the new Archon Quest. Um, and hopefully get some more news to talk about. And we'll probably talk about the current event right now, which is the Adventurers Trials, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like the Genshin Olympics, basically. Yeah, I actually like it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's pretty fun. Um, so other than that, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>